Welcome back for another episode of Talk to Tatiana. And this week, I wanted to share with you um, what to keep in mind if you're negotiating a salary and you're a parent um, now during the really record high inflation, 7.5% nationally on average this year um, to date. And so many people, the reason I wanted to talk about this topic on this topic is because this topic has become really quickly relevant to a lot of people um, nationally in the United States and in the world. Um, But I'm talking right now about the United States because we know what that inflation is, whereas other countries, that would take a long time to really um, cover the whole world. So I'm going to talk about specifically the United States and and really um, um, talk to you about what you should keep in mind. If you're a parent um, and you're negotiating a salary, um, the reason I think that it's important is that many families are questioning whether they can make ends meet. Because of the pandemic, many families were forced to make hard decisions. One spouse would stay with the kids and the other spouse would continue to work or somewhere in between. And honestly, um, I was fortunate because my kids were a little older and basically we just allowed them to watch an iPad for two, you know, for four months. Um, well, actually probably more than that, but, um, which they've become addicted to. So now we have a different problem, but, um, for parents whose kids were three and under, it was a really tough time, especially if both parents had to work to make ends meet. And so I think it's an important really discussion. And if, you are thinking about talking to your employer about um, your salary, um, I want you to keep a couple of things in mind. Um, This type of conversation, keep in mind, can be really intimidating in the best of times. And in the pandemic, it's it's even more intimidating, right? Because we are all facing higher prices and cost of living. And so also people with kids, parents are really, um, they, they have it the hardest, let's be honest. And it's not about, you know, guilting those who don't have kids, not at all. It's about really acknowledging the fact that it has been really hard for those who are parents. And what I offer can offer to you as advice uh, is to start a conversation with your employers. Um, it's important, tip number one, to highlight your performance and your dedication to your job, especially throughout the pandemic. I'm sure that if you're a parent and you're listening to this, you've made a lot of sacrifices for work during the pandemic. And a lot of times at the expense of your family time and your family in general. And so when you're talking to your employer, um, be sure to stand up for yourself it doesn't mean you have to be arrogant or angry or demanding, but it's a conversation that has to happen between you and the employer. You know, families with children had kids in remote school, no school, crazy schedules or or whatever, but parents still committed to work and, and to results at work as well. And so that sacrifice just needs to be acknowledged and respected. And so when you have a conversation, have a frank conversation. Don't don't really treat it as a conversation of demand 
and whether the boss is going to say yes or no. Um, find a way to make it work. Ask for what you want. But here's the thing. Step back and do the, run the numbers first. Run the numbers first and understand how much do you need to live due to the inflation, meaning the cost of food went up. That's just the reality of it. The cost of everything else, of electricity, of everything went up in the past six to eight months. And so um, knowing exactly how much you spend and how much more you're spending now um, is important. Um, there's also something that I want to mention really quick that you can talk to your employer while it's still relevant and you can actually go retroactively for 2020 and 2021 is section 139 expenses. Section 139 allows an employer to reimburse an employee or their spouse or actually pretty much anyone. Um, it doesn't really limit it to employees. Reimburse for increased costs. And I'll give you an example. For clients that have their own businesses that I work with, because I don't really work with um, employees that don't have a side hustle or a business. For those who have businesses, when the pandemic happened, uh, their cost of utilities went up because their kids were home and more, more electricity was used or whatever, more heat was used. Um, for maybe their internet had to be upgraded. Maybe they had to get new desks for themselves to set themselves up in the home office. All of those costs are considered COVID-related or the national disaster-related. And national disaster was declared by President Trump in 2020. And so it has, hasn't that status hasn't been taken down yet. So it's still relevant. And you can total up your expenses. Obviously, you wouldn't, wouldn't deduct the utility fully. You wouldn't deduct the electricity. But you would compare the electricity in 2019 to electricity spend in 2020 and take the difference as this section 139. You can bring this to your employer and say, listen, this is a deduction for you. And if you can help me with that, you get a deduction. I don't pick it up as income and it helps me tremendously. And it can be a one-time thing or a two-time thing if you're doing 2020, 2021, and potentially 2022 until the status is taken down by the president again. So um, that's one of the points that you can definitely bring up. But in order to do that, to be able to do that, you have to know how much you spend. So running the numbers is important for yourself. I use for our family QuickBooks Online, but you can use Mint or Truebill where you know exactly how much you spend. And I'm sure you could probably do that retroactively for two years. Yeah, it'll take a few minutes, but it's worth it. Um, Section 139 expenses really gives you uh, really a blank um, permission to to go for it. If you had to pay for a babysitter to come in, that also qualifies so that you could work. And you can meet with your employer halfway, like um, just say, listen, cover half of that. And that would help me do it as a bulk. And it would help me tremendously um, because really we've suffered enough. Um, ask for what you want, but also work with your employer. Tell them that, you know, when it comes to your salary, 
you need to m- make ends meet and be honest, be upfront and honest about it to feed your family and go and ask for it. The second tip is think beyond the dollar sign. Some employers may not be able to increase your salary because they've a lot of small businesses have suffered enough, bigger corporations as well. Many have been not hiring, you know, firing, uh, laying people off um, and slowly bring them back. It's always quick to fire, but slow to hire back. So you may not always be able to get an increase in salary, but things like the Section 139 expense or that works for them and also works for you. Um, and maybe they can offer you other value, like being flexible hours and um, have, offering you flexible hours or work from home opportunities um, to, you know, to help with childcare and costs. Um, also remember to commit to still de- delivering the results that they're looking for. Um, and be sure to really hold yourself accountable for that. Um, another thing is stock options. Um, stock options are great. They're not as great for parents because parents need physical cash to actually raise a family. So if you are not um, a parent, it really makes sense to to take it if you can and if you want to. I would not put a lot of money in that um, in that investment because that makes you invest all of your eggs in one basket. You know, you're working there, so your salary depends on it, but then also your net worth depends on it a little bit. But so always, you know, think about diversification. But still, that could potentially be an ask for the employer, uh, off the employer rather. Can you reduce your hours and maintain your pay? That could be an option too. Can you maybe get an additional week or two of vacation or paid leave? That could be an option too. That could be an ask. Will your place of business offer childcare? Or maybe they have positions that are great for family. Tip number three is do your research. Research comparable salaries. Make sure that you research the inflation, the adjustments, the um, the increases, and make sure that it, your ask is within the reasonable range. Include kind of, of when you do research, include information on, on your costs, as I said before, of groceries, of utilities, of rent, of childcare, and other family expenses to really justify that need for a pay increase. I think that. If you don't ask, you never get it. And so I encourage everyone to ask if um, you feel that you're barely making ends meet. Living on credit is never a good idea. And so pandemic should not really be an exception to that. So another thing is don't wait. Don't let the intimidation of the process, don't wait, don't let the um, concern or the scenarios playing in your head stop you from asking. Um, and don't wait for it to sort itself out. Don't think that if you are really good and the boss sees it, that you will eventually get your raises. You have to ask for something that you want. And I encourage you to do that. And then if you're making ends meet and you have to dip into savings, that's what the savings are for but they're not unlimited. And so you always have to um, 
have a plan and think about it. Don't just wait for the savings to run out and see what to do next. Preempt the process, preempt the disaster, um, and really preempt the anxiety and protect your family. So when you're negotiating an increase with your employer, whether it's small business employer or not, see it from their point of view as well. Jump into their shoes as well. It's important. It's important to understand whether your employer has been really suffering through the pandemic as well. Or maybe they're, they're really coming back and, and, and you can get that raise that you've wanted because really you need it. It's not about wanting as much as it is for parents as, as, as needing. And go for it. Don't wait. When you know that in three months your savings are going to run out, don't wait for the three months to pass you by. Do something today. And for that, you have to run your numbers for your household. That's always powerful. That's my whole thing, my whole spiel. I really love um, running the numbers. I really love looking back. And we have years and years worth of record of our expenses and what we can compare it to and whether our, our oil um, heat, um, heating oil um, price has gone up or w- did we just spend more? That kind of analysis is really powerful. And so I encourage you to really follow that and um, it will be amazing. We'll give you the tools to really ask for an increase that you deserve and that you need and want to, um, to have a great, better life for your family. All right, my friend, I'll talk to you next week. And um, Tatiana out.